Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back in on WQAM. Hollywood Omar Kelly, Vlad here with you. And it is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. He is Omar's co-host on alldolphins.com. Here you can find uh, Alan Poupart's work, Omar Kelly's work, and Alan is kind enough to join us here once again this morning. Alan, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you fellas doing? We are doing all right, I would say. Uh, there's been a lot of controversial Tua discussion here this morning. No. Yeah, so, so shocking. I don't know how, by the way, all roads lead back to Tua. Like, I didn't That's what bring, I'd be I saying. I didn't even bring the guy up. and it's just, I guess I start with the text machine and people just like have Tua on their, their minds at all times. Does it seem like I mean, you do this 24-7, like you just can't get away from Tua, right? You can't get away from him. And it makes sense because he's the quarterback. And like it or not, having a stud quarterback is kind of the easiest path to the Super Bowl. And he was the fifth overall pick. There was the whole tank for Tua campaign. And then he's got his contract situation coming up with the whole, should he be extended? Should he not? At what price? So, yeah, it makes sense that he remains front and center in the minds of Dolphin fans everywhere. All right, we do have some Dolphins news to get to. Before we do that, though, I just wanted to get your thoughts on uh, on the games we saw uh, over the weekend. We can start with the early game, and uh, it just, again, seems like all roads go through number 15 for Kansas City and, and the Chiefs, you know, again, find a way to win that game. And really the defense, I, I thought, was the, the key for that one, the way that they stepped up and kind of contained Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and the talk coming in is this is the best defense that Mahomes has had in KC, and that was true, and it's been true for a while, and we saw that a bit uh, in the game in Germany. You know what occurred to me after watching that game and watching Baltimore completely like implode, A, with like a game plan that somebody's going to have to explain to me when you lead the NFL in rushing and have six carries between you two running backs in a game that was never a blowout, and then all those stupid penalties they committed, including one by a good friend of all the South Florida media, Kyle Van Noy. <laughs> and it's like, why is it that it seems that teams go, get to Kansas City and all of a sudden they get all discombobulated and go away from doing what they do best and what got them to that point? And to me, I'm having flashbacks of team trying to dethrone the Patriots with Brady, and that's what teams are doing against KC and Mahomes. Because the, the Chiefs, 
did they do anything like spectacular other than catch passes all over the place, making catches that that were good catches, whereas the entire season all they were doing was dropping balls all over the place. Um, but to me, this was clearly more of a game of what the hell is Baltimore doing more so than the Chiefs are like, wow, unbeatable. And then on the uh, the flip side, on the late game, we had uh, a coaching meltdown by the Lions who had a chance to go up three scores late uh, you know, or midway through the uh, third quarter. Dan Campbell decides, I'm going to roll the dice and go for it on fourth down because that's what they've been doing all season. He goes for it on fourth down there, went for it on fourth down. They had a chance to kick a game-tying field goal. He ran the ball late in the game on a third down, which kept the clock going. They had to burn a timeout, which, you know, I don't know. All those things put together basically cost him the, the game there. What, what was your takeaway from uh, from the Lions' collapse? Everything you just said. <clears throat> and it was like, I am not a big fan of analytics because analytics basically takes away all intangibles, human element, feel of the game, weather conditions. It's strictly a set of numbers. And I, I don't know, I don't care what the analysts say. You're not going to tell me that you're on the road in the NFC Championship game with the opportunity to take a three-score lead midway through the third quarter and just because some numbers on the sheet of paper say you should go for it, that is just flat-out insane to me. Um, and then on top of that, you add to the fact that the Lions' defense, which was suspect coming into the playoffs, then – couldn't stop probably a division two offense by that point when once things started to unravel, but clearly to me and I, and I like, and this, I, I related that to Mike McDaniel on the old office podcast yesterday, that McDaniel's another guy who loves to go for it, but I would hope he watched that game and took notes when Campbell went forward on fourth and five from the, the 49ers 28 yard line up 24 10 that he took a note okay if this happens to us in the future let's go to kick the field ball but mike is going to be mike and he's going to remain aggressive as we all know dan campbell i mean that but was a knock smart. on the mike is smart like dan campbell's just like no ah, don't, don't, gonna, don't dan campbell's a meathead it. don't 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 well, put him in that are, category that was kind of a meathead couple of decisions i'm, I'm not i can't dan's very emotional yes that's the thing with dan his team's built on him on emotion. His leadership style is built on emotion, and I think he went. He to wants, me, it was more of an emotional decision of like, I got my guys back. We're gonna we're gonna go regain this momentum, even though you know Comerhead should have prevailed and said, "Damn, smarter thing to do here." As I, I get it, you want to re- reply with a touchdown. It would, but have been okay to reply with a field goal. Mm-hmm. Um, let, let let me shift gears a little bit and talk a little bit of Dolphins non-tour related. Um, Obviously, we've discussed on the All Dolphins podcast the the, the removal of, of Vic Fangio, and, and ultimately he didn't want to be here. The players weren't really fans, so now they move on. Leslie Frazier is being brought in. They've had some in-house candidates. Um, do you think that it can be an in-house guy, or, and what do you think that Mike McDaniel needs as a defensive coordinator moving forward? Yeah, that that's a tough one, and – you know, based on some of the candidates that have been brought in, it's like a, it's like a mishmash. So there's not a common theme because you got former head coach Leslie Frazier, former head coach Brandon Staley, new guy who's never been a head coach, uh, and unless I'm mistaken, never been a DC, and Bobby Babich, the Bills linebackers coach, and then the two in-house guys who have been identified as being interviewed are Anthony Campanelli and Ryan Slowick. 
neither of whom has been to D.C. I know Anthony Campanelli is a rising star. He's been mentioned as a potential future head coach in the NFL. Um, I know, Omar, you're a big fan of the idea of having a former head coach to bounce stuff off off of uh, during games. Can we make the argument, I have thought about this, can we make the argument that Eric Studisville is a former interim head coach? No. Would be one of those guys? Okay, well, there goes that theory. I'm Um, sorry, you can't be a coach for a month and think you have you know, you, you, coach's job is to put out fires. You can't put them out for a month in a job that you know you're not going to keep, and, you know, it counts. No, okay. no disrespect. No, 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 none taken. Uh, what I'm thinking, though, is I'm not sure that McDaniel is going to go necessarily that route. I, I kind of still get – I don't know. I, it might, I think get the feeling it's going to be Anthony Campanelli when all of a sudden done. He interviewed for the job last year. Uh if you want to judge his work just by his unit, the linebackers of the group had a pretty good year. Oh, come Bradley. on. His best linebacker is Jerome Baker, and Dolphins fans have been trying to replace no, him for like four J- no, years. No, J- dude, he's responsible for all the linebackers, and that includes Jalen Phillips. He, and no, the outside. Slowick coaches the outside guys. So now we're having an all, uh, all Dolphins fight. Slowick coaches the outside yeah, guys. Yes, we are. That's but- his room. The, uh, and, and Campanelli coaches the inside guys. And has always coached the inside guys. Campanelli oversees the whole bunch, but okay. Um, so anyway, who sits in the meeting room for the def- for the edge rushers? Sorry, who sits? Does he sit in the meeting room for the edge rushers? No. Like I'm not giving you credit for coaching guys that you don't sit in the meeting room with them for. I just don't, can't, won't. I'm you, trying to remember here if they were all in there. You you saw you um, saw hard knocks. You saw slow. I did see hard knocks, and that's what I'm trying to remember. Nope. Um, but it, it, no, they all they all separate meeting in separate rooms. Um, that they that they show that again. If you have the title of linebackers coach, you're not going to tell me that he has no oversight whatsoever on the outside linebackers. I refuse to believe that. Sorry. Uh, he does. Play, he's a, he's the green dot communicator, and he coached the inside linebackers, and has always coached the inside linebackers. He's never had the edges. But anyway, let's do you anyway. do, do you think it can be an in-house guy? Do you think that's a wise move for Mike McDaniel? My Again, pers- it's going to depend on his, his, his comfort level with the dude. And do, do I think it can be? Yes, I do think it, it's a possibility. I do think it's a very good possibility, actually. In fact, put it like 50-50. Um, how much of it, I mean, how much of it is going to be continuing with the same scheme that they had with as few tweaks as possible? If the idea is to run it back with as many guys from last year as possible, which I think probably in the overall big picture is what the Dolphins are hoping to do is minimize the free agency losses because of their cap situation and try to run it back with as many of their guys as possible and hope that they don't get battered by injuries down the stretch. Alan Poupard here with us on WQAM. He is Omar's co-host on alldolphins.com. Alan, you know, look, it boils down to this, and we, we've had a lot of texts and stuff come in this this morning, and, and Omar throws out a lot of numbers. He, he's a numbers guy, and the numbers really he don't does. matter. At the end of the day, you got to find a way to win a playoff game. you got to find a way to win some big games. Or, or as Alan calls it, things. the eye test. Yeah, it is, but it is. The eye test counts, man. The eye test counts. I'm big on the eye test. You know, you can throw these numbers out. Sam Howell was leading the league in passing yards for most of the season. Like, it doesn't matter that you're leading the league in yards, what matters is wins, right? Absolutely. It also matters how you perform 
in crunch situations for a quarterback. And here we go. Here we go. Omar, he's gonna he's gonna throw out these numbers and stats and come on, give it to the people on QAM, Poupard. Yep, I have to because if we're gonna put out passing yards and then fifth in the NFL and passer rating. Then we have to turn around and throw, if you look at his metrics, and I don't have the exact figures, but his metrics in terms of when pressured, uh, late-game situations, and against playoff opponents, the numbers are ugly. And I mean ugly with a capital U. And that's ultimately, and this goes back to what I said about the dude from day one, if things around him are completely ideal, he'll ball out. But how often are, are things completely ideal around you when you get to the playoffs or December games against playoff type opponents? Very, very seldom. Because no matter and doesn't matter how good your offensive line is, the the other team gets paid too. And then chances are at that time of year they have good defenses who can apply pressure. Like even Mahomes, for all of his greatness, what he did again is he came up clutch. They got the the early touchdowns. They didn't score a point in the second half. But when they had to have that third down completion at the end of the game to to, to kill the clock, boom, got it. Um, and there, and again, you also have the ability at some point in a game like this to clearly be the guy who single-handedly or almost single-handedly gives your team a chance to win. Um, and I give you an example again, and it's not even forget wins and losses because I'm going to make the argument again that Josh Allen to me cemented that forever, no ifs, ands, or buts, end of conversation in that playoff game against KC, the 13 seconds game. If you saw that game, and if you don't leave that game thinking, there's no more questions about Josh Allen's ability to elevate his game in the playoffs, because he was ridiculous. And his defense gagged the win, and if anybody's going to be you know, short-sighted enough to go, well, he didn't win, yeah, it was really his fault, right? Because he couldn't prevent two, two passes for 44 yards in 13 seconds. Let, let me ask you about, um, we did let, yesterday a podcast um, about quarterback rankings and the tier that two is in. And this is important from the standpoint of um, the Dolphins say they're going to try to do a multi-year contract for Tua to secure him as the franchise's quarterback for the future. I know where you stand, Fupard. You say, do not do it. Absolutely don't make him play on the fifth-year option. If he balls out, put him, give him the franchise tag. And you're only willing to do a two-year commitment, which is fine. And I understand exactly where you come from because you're waiting for him to show that he is elite. Because he hasn't shown you where he's elite, where do you rank him in the NFL hierarchy of quarterbacks right now? Okay, so, well, yeah, you and I ranked him in tiers, and you, you gave me some abuse for having a too-long tier one. Yeah, um, 13 yeah. quarterbacks is a pretty long tier one when we all know there are about five elite quarterbacks. I had eight in my tier one. You get your facts straight, will you please? Um, uh, okay, there are only thirteen in tier two. All right, my bad. <laughs> no, because um, no, I had, and again, also understand there's a lot of wiggle room within each tier. Like Patrick Mahomes, and is in a category by himself. I mean, that should be obvious. Then, then he should have been tier one, and then everybody else is tier two. But continue on. Um, yeah, sure, we could have done that, but to me, it was like okay. So I had eight guys in tier one. I had. Three guys in one plus where, to me, they're clearly clearly, pretty much headed there, except maybe give them a little more time. And those three were Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud, and Brock Purdy. Um, and then I had eight guys in Tier 2 
and Tua was among those eight guys. And for me, I would have had him probably in the middle or lower half of those final eight guys. So my overall ranking for him would be somewhere in the neighborhood of like 16. Is it, it, can you win with a 16th ranked quarterback in the NFL? Is another question, right? Uh, and to me, I don't know that you can win big again. Sure. Because I have Jared Goff kind of in the same neighborhood. And if, if our friend, Dan doesn't kind of space out on some of those decisions. Maybe the Lions are headed to the Super Bowl. But you need to have other things work out well, including putting together what may have been a top, you know, clearly was a top three offensive line in the NFL, led by Panay Sewell, incidentally, a guy the Dolphins could have had in the 2021 draft had they not decided to instead go with Jalen Waddell. And it's tough to argue with the selection of Waddle, considering what he's done for the Dolphins in his three seasons. However, I think a stud offensive lineman of the type that Sewell has become allows you more wiggle room everywhere else in your performance than a wide receiver. But that's a different conversation. Um, no, I, I, as it stands right now, no, I don't know that it's good enough, especially, and part of the problem is, is the AFC includes a lot of those tier one quarterbacks that I have, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, if he stays healthy, Lamar Jackson, even though the dude has to produce in the playoffs, um, Joe Burrow. Yes, I have Trevor Lawrence, and I've taken a lot of crap yes. in the comments section on and, our YouTube And you deserve podcast. that abuse, by the way. You deserve it. That's fine. Uh, and, then, and I'm sure that the next, and Justin Herbert's another one, and Matthew Stafford's another one. Those uh, are my, my tier one guys. Alan, thank you for the time. Uh, we appreciate it this morning. Uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. And, of course, uh, check out uh, Alan and Omar on alldolphins.com. Alan, thank it's you for, the for time. free. No paywall, people. You don't have to subscribe and you don't have to get charged monthly for it. And it's Alan and myself, alldolphins.com. You got it. Take it easy, guys. All right, we're going to take a pause. More to come here on QIM. We're all right. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We just um, got to stay the course. Correct what we know we have to correct. Control what we can control. And then we'll live with, um, with the results. But we have to do what we have to do on both sides of that ball to get the result that we want. Appreciate everyone hanging with us here. Hollywood, Omar Kelly, Vlad with you. Good morning. Joe will be back uh, tomorrow.
So if you uh, if you hate the show or whatever, Joe will be back tomorrow. I'll still be here though, unfortunately. Um, so uh, so there you go, Omar. That guy was like, the guy earlier was like really angry. He said, uh, but we've gotten a lot of anger from uh, from a lot of different people here uh, this morning. Someone uh, someone just sent uh, what is this on Twitter here? A four dollar rose candle is back in stock in time for Valentine's Day at Trader Joe's. Okay. Thank you. Four dollar rose candles. Yeah, you tag Trader- Joe Rose in it. Yeah, I, I get it. It's a rose. Rose, get it? Okay. I Valentine's mean, Day is coming up. By the way, it's in like two weeks. Yeah. Do you do anything for Valentine's Day? You guys got it. I mean, do we do we got to get any gifts? I guess we do, right? It's a good time. No, to, you do. Yeah, good time to get to Beverly's, right? So we'll, we'll get uh, we'll get something uh, taken care of. Joe usually forgets Valentine. I feel like that's one. He forgets his anniversary. He forgets Valentine's Day. So I'll I mean, you him. should just tell him uh, tomorrow, like order well, flowers yeah. now. Yeah, because uh, Valentine's Day is on a Thursday. Be, yeah, but he likes to be that guy that's like racing around the store on the day of, you know, and it's like loser fest, and all these people are like sifting through Come the on, remains Joe, of the car. All you got to uh, do is make a phone call, and Beverly's got you. Come they on, that's true. Him. That is true. That's like so. Him forgetting is not really. That's just his big head, bro. 786 says, we suck. We need a savior to carry us up Mount Everest. Bo Nix, trade up. Do oh, my God. Bo Nix is theater. not that dude, people. Stop. Well, you don't know that. I do know that. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I've, uh, bro, I'm sure there's a lot if of he quarterbacks was, if he, he was that dude, good that end up being bad. If he was that dude, he wouldn't be in college for seven years. Maybe he's a doctor. Yeah. Okay. He's like that. <laughs> he's that, like that UM tight end. Yeah, maybe he's a doctor, too. He's got no other option. He made his most money in college football. You ever seen Tommy Boy? Yeah. And he goes, a lot of people go to school for eight years. I wish I did go to school for seven years. Um, yeah, school I was didn't. a good time. It was a good time. That was that was a big that mistake was, was graduating. Yeah, big yeah. Mistake. You act like you're in a rush. Don't be in a rush to I get know. out of college. Kids, young kids, let me educate you. Don't be in a rush to get out of college. This real world sucks. It really does. It's bad. Once you get it, out of school, it, it, it yeah. turn take a nasty turn. Absolutely. Stay in college as long as you want. Man, I was- Don't uh, be in a rush. I was broadcasting uh, Big East games. We were in the Big East at the time, and I went. I finished school, and I went. I started working here, and I was like handing out T-shirts and working for the promotions department. And it was like, you know, the real world's tough, man. It's, yeah, you know, work your way back up. Uh, let's see here. Can we trade Hollywood for Dan Day? We're, on, we're I'm on the block, my friend. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Allen is 100% correct against quality opponents and under pressure. Tua doesn't measure up. The eyes tell you that as well with a win-loss record against those teams and no playoff wins after four years. Uh, no playoff wins after 23 years, and I don't think that's all Tua's fault. I think he's being penalized and punished for um, this franchise and organization's failures. Here's the, here's the thing, and I did disagree with one thing Poupard said. That uh, I I will take That's issue surprising. with. I'm guessing you guys we get fight, after yes. a little bit. On we that fight. Thing, yeah. Yes, yes. If you if you are watching the All Dolphins podcast, we are oil and water. We do not go together, and that's what makes it a good podcast. Um, we we do have some. Which one is which? Because doesn't oil rise to the top? Uh, I don't know. Do you, uh, who wins the fights? Uh, it, it depends. If he's throwing numbers at me, he'll he he'll just he's like a rain man when it comes to numbers and stats and information and statistical studies, and he'll just he'll just hammer me with cards of numbers. So that gets annoying after a while. And he's got this memory like an elephant, where he could tell you what happened in two thousand and nine season with the exact scores, and and it's like ridiculous, but. Um, I have more of the pl- 
player feel and and more of knowledge about what's kind of going on inside the organization because of just the people that I talk to and the connections that I have. So I could forecast things a little bit better. Um, how, but it, here's the thing. Everybody who thinks that Chris Greer is safe, he's not safe. This offseason, this franchise is in a hot mess financially. Um, they're going to ask Daddy to give them the new another credit card to bail them out. Daddy's going to write $100 million worth of new contracts, restructuring a ridiculous amount of con- uh, of players. Uh, you know, Tariq Hill, Jalen Ramsey, cut Xavier, cut Emmanuel Ogba, cut Jerome Baker, restructure Zach Sealer, restructure Durham Smythe, maybe retouch Alec Ingle, cut Keon Crossan, cut Jeff Wilson, cut, I mean, Cedric Wilson's already going to be cut. But they're just doing all of that just to get to the baseline of being able to maybe sign some of their own free agents, not even improve their roster. So, it's a it's a gonna be a tremendous overhaul and 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 reloading of the roster, and if you make me spend a hundred million dollars to run it back and we deliver a nine win season, um, your head might roll. So I don't think anybody who's sitting here thinking Chris Greer is safe, that's not a wise. I mean, he's been here long enough, and as we know in South Florida, we need a fall guy. We need somebody to fall on the sword. That's just how we roll, and it's Chris Greer's turn. But I don't think Chris Greer's going anywhere anytime soon, man. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, he's not as safe as you think he is. But what, I, I, what I'm Joe saying— Joe seems to think he's really safe, too. So Yeah, I mean— so We'll have that talk with him when he gets back, but I— yeah, here, man, he Here's the thing. be pretty safe. Here's the thing. Listen to me. Hear me out here. If This is why I want Mike McDaniel to hire a veteran defensive coordinator like a Love, Leslie Frazier or, or like a, a Staley. If you hire a guy who's got training wheels on and this is the first time in that position and he's cutting his teeth and then your defense falls from 10th to like 16th and they're part of the reason why you're not good enough to make the playoffs or win a playoff game, then you're going to be part of the problem too. You're going to cost the GM his job. And then next season, you're going to be on the hot seat, Mike McDaniel. So why would you go through that? Get the best that you can get. Get somebody who can help you, who you could lean on from a coaching and experience standpoint. Get somebody who can be a, a leader of men um, that can help you at least coach that side of the ball because you really don't do anything with that side of the ball. And don't give yourself a built-in excuse. Right now you hire a you, – you promote one of your young coordinators into that role you're just creating another excuse for a reason why you, you're 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 not living up to expectations, and I'm not I'm not, think I'm I not speak sitting for, for every it. Dolphin fan when I say I can't go through another rebuild. You're, it's, you're you are you are I don't have you that. Are. No, 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 you will. I don't have that. You in will because you're not going to win it all in 2024, and after that, you got to rebuild. So nasty. You, you better suck it up. Shut up, Vlad. I mean, you're you're rebuilding I've had enough too. Of you today. You got one. You got one. You got one year in you. Okay. Yeah. That's and then you and then your Jets are rebuilding. Aaron Rodgers' Achilles is going to explode the second he steps out onto a field. Okay. Nasty. <laughs> you're in a nasty situation. Your money's all effed up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I I'm not even going to deny it. it is. He's Vlad, right. Vlad is right. Vlad's been on his A game today. Like every man. every morning, the Dolphin fan wakes up. He's in he's in more cap. He's in he's like more he's, cap in, he's like in more cap debt. <laughs> like every morning, every they're like, morning wait a minute. Up, you're in more like we cap started. We, he's like two weeks ago. We started at forty one million dollars over the cap. Now we're fifty two million dollars over the cap. What's happening here? Dude, we gotta figure some stuff out. <laughs> I cannot go through another one of those. Re- 
Do you remember yeah, how, like, how yeah. awful that rebuild was? We can't even tank the right way. Like, it, oh my God! I'm please, telling you, you're not, and that's the God. thing. Your rebuild in 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 this current NFL with the parity, yeah, the way it is, your rebuild's not gonna be a rebuild yeah. like it was before. You're gonna probably sign a free agent quarterback who's had eh, some. You know what I mean? Yeah, eh, yeah. If if Tua doesn't work nah, out, nah, it's not gonna be it. Nah, you're not gonna be drafting. I think you should draft. Five. You should draft. I'm sorry. You should draft. You should draft now. But you're not going to be Don't drafting worry. the draft. top five, do you think, Omar? No. no, you're not going to be drafting the top five, but you need to draft. You don't have to draft in the top five to get a quarterback. I'm sorry. Brock Purdy wasn't drafted in the top five. Brock Purdy was oh a seven, last God, pick. Brock, Skyler Thompson was drafted ahead of Brock Purdy, okay? All right. We got to take a pause here. We're getting nothing accomplished except d- depressing the, the, the fans. I'm telling you. that the, the, I, I, no, I'm you, sorry. You know what? You're probably going to be wrong, so it doesn't matter. Oh, they're going to win the championship? Okay. They, they they're well going to win a playoff game? We'll be back after this at QAM. First off, congratulations to Detroit and Dan Campbell. Happy for Dan. He was here, you know, a good guy and good man. And him and Brad have done a good job there, so happy for them. But, yeah, for us, it's, it's just it, we're just going to keep grinding, chopping wood. We have a good roster. Um, we know that we'll keep adding the team will look different i mean as we all know every year it's 30 to 40 percent or more of your roster has changed um but um we will find ways to have good players here and be competitive our, our we're very excited about our core uh nucleus of players here um that will be competitive and and the goal is you know to win the afc east and, and win a playoff game and ultimately a super bowl and and that's the goal of all 32 teams and um it's no different for us Dolphins GM Chris Greer there. Hollywood Omar Kelly Vlad here to welcome you back in. Sounds pretty calm, Omar. Sounds like uh, everything's going to be all right. Yeah, sure. Um, there's a there's a long road ahead, man. You're taking and this a is very a, negative turn on us, Omar. Uh, no, I I've, I've been on this turn from uh, probably about the summer when I told you that the apocalypse was coming. And this roster was not going to be easy to maintain and and build, build back. And right now, you see that there's a lot of heavy lifting that needs to be done this off season. And and I'm sure they'll get it done in order to just run it back. But that doesn't necessarily mean that your roster is going to be improved. And right now, you were 11 and six last season with a first round exit, with arguably, and I truly do mean this, the best roster that you'll probably ever be able to put around Ryan, uh, around uh, Tua Tungvaloa. Mm, you almost called him Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we got Brian Baldinger going to join us here uh, at 9 o'clock in about 10 minutes from now. We'll get some texts here. Uh, what's going to happen when Herbert balls out with Harbaugh and Noodle Arm goes another year without a playoff win? Uh, they'll forever be compared. So, you know, no matter what, if Herbert ever wins a championship, yeah, uh, Dolphin fans will live with a life of regret. Do you think Harbaugh turns that thing around? Uh, yeah, uh, he's a Harbaugh. <laughs> well, the other yeah. Harbaugh loses in big games, so. I mean, he has won a championship, though. Yeah, was it like 20 years ago? No, it was eight, like eight, but, you know, relax. Who's not. keeping track? Oh, 10. Yeah. 10 or 11, but still, he has a title. He has a title. Winning teams draft QBs until they hit. Look at the 49ers. They fell on Trey Lance. They drafted Purdy. They didn't make excuses for Lance. They like drafted the Purdy, I think, in the same Tua. draft. Didn't they? No. no. Purdy was like two years ago. Bro. Uh, yeah, but no. he was like the last pick in the draft. Yeah, he was the last pick right, in the draft. Fine. I mean, you just keep drafting quarterbacks, and I do fundamentally believe in that. Um, 
I wanted the Dolphins to draft the Tennessee quarterback last year, and uh, I Hooker. I, yeah, I, you I, like his I, name. I I would have sat him on. You t- like his name, don't you? Yeah, it's a fun fun name. Fun to say. I I would have sat him on, put him on PEP all season, and and oh, and I do think he is a talented guy, and we'll see what he pans out to be in the NFL now that he should be healthy. But um, and and I fully support Miami drafting a quarterback this year. I mean, honestly. I I'm not attached to Mike White as a as the backup quarterback and Skylar Thompson is okay but he, he could probably be on my practice squad. Omar, if we aren't going to win in 2024 and have to rebuild in 2025, then what's the point uh, looking for a franchise QB once again? Um, I don't think you're looking for franchise QB because you do have a franchise QB. Uh, you just don't have one of the elite upper echelon QBs. But I mean. Would would the New Orleans Saints say that Derek Carr isn't a franchise QB? Is is that what New Orleans saying? Whoever signs Kirk Cousins, are they saying that he's not a franchise QB? That if you have a top sixteen QB, you've got a chance. And when we didn't have a top sixteen QB because you had Ryan Tannehill, you didn't have a chance. This is at least an upgrade. It's a step in the right direction. It doesn't feel like you have a chance though. In in fairness. Uh, Omar, I've been talking about it for months, but Joe kept telling him. Uh, yeah, he don't want to hear. Mention to to worry about this season. Yes, I agree, and and we 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 needed to focus on that. Fairness, season. I don't think Joe or any of us thought that the season was going to end with the immense thud that it ended in. I mean, the so. the ending is not relevant. I know it's hurts. Of course, it's relevant. If you would want to like, if you would want to Super no, Bowl, you would want to take ten years of bad football. No, no, no. You weren't ever going to make it to the Super Bowl. Let's let's not be in denial. You weren't that team. And oh man! At the end of the season, no, 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 no. No, no. At the end, at the end of the season, when you lost all of your edge rushers and were signing forty-year-old players to go rush Patrick Mahomes, you didn't have Xavier Howard. You didn't have Jerome Baker. You didn't have Javon Holland. You did all four of your top offensive players were injured. The interior of your offensive line was patched up. Did you really think you were going to win a Super Bowl? Did Did you honestly think you were going to win a Super Bowl? Maybe a game, but definitely not the Super Bowl. Oh, Wait, injured? Man. Yes, that 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 thing. Yeah, you know, it but happens. If, but they weren't injured. They were injured. No, but if they weren't, if they weren't, if they weren't injured, yeah, they had a chance. Okay. If if they if they didn't lose Jalen Phillips and Xavier Howard, I'd give you a chance. All right, let's try to get some things accomplished with Brian Baldinger. He's going to join the show next. Our Odyssey NFL Insider Baldy's breakdowns on Twitter become a very very popular thing here. So we'll get his take on uh, the championship games. We'll talk about the Super Bowl, Dolphins, and more. Baldy joins us when we come back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.